Alola. Alola. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the 17th episode of Alola from Ultrasun and Ultramoon. I am your host, SBJ. With me, Micah. Hello. And Irene. Hi. We are on the last leg of this game. Uh, last we left off was the uh, trial number seven, the Como O trial. So for spoiler purposes, we are going to be talking about, I don't know how else to say this, Necrozma. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, you don't want anything spoiled about Necrozma, uh, go back and listen to past episodes, because that's what we're going to be talking about. And then we will end off probably at the natural stopping point. Again, it's kind of we're going to end off at the next trial. There are eight trials in this game. I won't say anything more, uh, but we'll end off on that trial. There's another trial? Surprise! Surprise! We are just diving right into things. We walk to the altar. Lily says something along the lines that she could play this flute forever. And she asks you to stand on the other end of the tri- the flute site. And two 11-year-olds who have probably never played a musical instrument in their life play a fantastic song. Excuse magic, me. Though. If you were in elementary school, I feel like you were forced to try and play some sort of musical instrument. Prior to the age of 11. Listen, if you went to NPS, there was no music program. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> that, well, was, that was that No, but even if you like had the toy There's xylophone, no not even that? Uh, what about the recorder? That. Look, my parents didn't buy me toys that could annoy them. Eight-year-olds <laughs> and recorders are like I never had peanut a butter and jelly. I still know where my recorder is. It's not a, it's not a recorder, though. It's a magic flute made for mystical purposes. Mystic flute. Flute. Musical talent aside, because maybe maybe they did have very fantastic and wonderful classes in Hawaii. Maybe it's one of those things Hawaii. like, <laughs> I don't know, like Zelda, where you, once you have it and you use it, you don't have to have the skill. Just, just gain the destiny. ability to yeah, play I it. Yeah, I guess. You're I'm just, destined to play it. I'm just saying, music talent aside, maybe they are musically gifted children. This I mean, is, we're gifted at a lot of other things. This, in this is game. such a weak part of the story to say, like, two 11 year olds need to stand on two different platforms. One flute was out in the open on an island that's super tiny. The other flute that Lucamine had. So I'm curious of where that was located. But take these two flutes, stand on these two po- pedestals and play to open a portal. I just think it's really bad. If you're destined, it doesn't bother me that much. It doesn't Sounds matter. Like this is really. Hit, striking a chord with you. Yeah, it just kind of you know, seems out of place in the Pokemon world. Shh, no, that no, it makes sense. Also, why I'm trying to think of other things that they've done in past Pokemon games that, that also felt out, of, out place. of place because they were really ridiculous. But this one takes the cake for me. And if Lil, if if Lusamine or the Ether Foundation, I should say, had one of the flutes. It still bothers me that why didn't any of them just go to the other flute? Maybe I mean, those it, pincer were bothering those, <laughs> those executors for so long. Unstoppable. <laughs> maybe they didn't divulge that. I mean, Pony Island seems pretty secluded, so maybe they just didn't divulge that information to anybody unless they felt it was necessary to. I mean, I could imagine a situation where th- the people of Pony Island or Hapu in specific doesn't divulge that information to Lusamine based on, or the Aether Foundation based purely on who they are. Maybe. She's got a big thing about destiny, so. They have one flute, so they know there's another flute. Right. Yeah, but they don't, they don't know where it is. Well, we don't know that. 
what boy why wouldn't they go get that they get it uh, yeah yeah that's, they that is the where question it was. so they obviously don't know where it is where it was it's silly i don't know i mean i feel like having an 11 year old march up a sky pillar to face a monster from the upside down is probably just as ridiculous <laughs> of a premise yeah but we've been facing monsters for 20 years yeah i mean <laughs> Also, it's all ridiculous. Also, I can going all the way back to Gen One, sending an an eleven year old into you're ten, sending a ten year old into a known mafioso's hideout by themselves. To I don't think anyone sent you. I think you were just. I mean, there were definitely people in Saffron City that said we need help, we need to be saved, so on and so (laughs) forth. Like, why are they leaving it up to an eleven year old to take this on themselves? And And, the scientists in there. Come on. I can always dis suspend my belief. Dis suspend. You're I, almost there. I can I can always suspend your belief. Suspend my belief. Suspend disbelief. Disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. That my character is just me. And this is my journey. I can always do that. I don't see you going into a mafioso hideout. <laughs> you you would definitely be gang. like, someone else can handle I don't have that. six creatures to protect me around my belt or backpack. Or Even if I you did, them. I don't think you'd go. You'd carry right on to your next gym. Yeah, you better be like, no, I don't have time for any of this. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a weak part. I don't know. I didn't feel that way. It didn't bother me at all. I Maybe because, because it's pretty much exactly the same. From Sun and Moon, yeah, yeah. like, I just, I don't know. It's fine. Anyways, the change here is the portal opens, Guzma falls out, Yep, which was unexpected for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, Big G. Big what, G. What are you doing here? Uh, also, also, somebody s- said that Big G isn't Big G. Correct. It's, it is uh, Grimsley. Supposedly, there look, is Gr- a Grimsley line of dialogue. take hit all the credit he wants, but we know deep down. Supposedly, there's a line of dialogue where Samson Oak says... Uh, something like that ninja dude. I can't. I can't beat him out of second place or something. Yeah, Guzma. We don't know how many samurai swords Guzma keeps above his bed. I mean, no one seems like a sword to... guy. <laughs> yeah, he does seem like a sword guy. <laughs> Definitely seems like a sword guy. Guzma drops down. Uh, Lusamine drops down then on Guzma, which again I felt like. Oh, I wasn't expecting this either. I guess. Just I didn't right even. Out of there. I didn't even notice Guzma. I only. What? I didn't even notice. Guzma had because a way better on, falling animation. Than oh yeah. Because la- I must have blinked or something. Because later on, I saw him in the background, and I was like, "What? <laughs> like, when did he get there? He's just chilling back there." And I didn't. I did not see him. So I just. I missed him completely. Uh, and that this boils down to Lusamine saying, Lusamine actually for the first time being nice to Lily and being like, "Get out! Get out of here! This is not good! Run away!" Children, run away. Which is one of the things they showed in the trailer was this expression of Lusamine saying run, except they didn't show the dialogue and we weren't sure what this was referencing to. Yeah. In this case, it was Necrozma. Necrozma comes out of the portal and then takes over whichever legendary Pokemon you've awoken, either Lunala or Solgaleo. I don't know how to say it. Solgaleo? I don't know. Did you guys find this upsetting? Because I thought it was really upsetting watching it turn into Don Wing's Necrozma. Like, I, it was upsetting to me. I thought it was really cool. Like it was <laughs> done better than I thought it was going to be. Like yeah. it did make me like care a bit. Uh, and then you either fight Don Wing's 
Necrozma or Dawn Main Dusk Main Main Necrozma. This battle was pretty straightforward for me. It was like three hits and he was dead. Yep. Two and done. Two and done. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. And then it just leaves. (laughs) Yep. Opens a bunch of portals and then leaves. Yeah. Or maybe it opened the portals first. I can't remember. But uh, then we see the Ultra Beast appearing throughout the region, which is a little bit differently done. We see the new one, depending on what version you have. Uh, Mike and I probably saw first. Blocephalon. Yeah, I don't know how to say his name. I think it's Blocephalon. And then Irene saw Stakataka, I think it is. Stakataka. Stakataka. Yeah. Sure. The whole thing was, was, because I only remember Hala last time. And how was with him this time. Yeah. And so I was just like, this is different. I thought it was expanded more than it was last time. Yes, yeah. And then um I'm li- pretty sure how-, how and Hollow were together. Nope. Not the first time. Who was Hollow with then? Because Hollow was definitely there. I think Hollow yeah, Hollow was just Hollow was just walking. He sees a shooting star and then it appears in front of him and then he gets ready to battle it. Mm. But not get ready to battle it. Tapu Koko shows up yeah. in between. Uh we see Olivia sees either Buzzswall or I'm assuming your Olivia saw Feromosa. Sure. <laughs> and then the coolest part, I think, if you played post-game in Sun and Moon, is Guzzlord drops in front of Nanu, which we know that from post-game in Sun and Moon, Nanu quit the international police because one of his partners got eaten by Guzzlord. Yeah. So that was just a reference. I don't know. Gu- guzzled by Guzzlord. Gu- guzzled up. The Ultra Recon Squad shows up. Lusamine asks them for help. Uh, the Ultra Recon Squad has come a far, le- far away, learned to be humans, and goes, you're asking us for help now? Yeah. You screwed us over. Yep. We understand how humans work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they take you... I thought was a really nice touch is they mentioned that they share Pokemon throughout the team. So they already had access to the one you don't have. So if you fought Solgaleo, they give you Lunala to surf on. Right. Which I thought was cool. Like, I didn't think about the that in retrospect. And they forced the horrendous motion controls on you. Yeah, I, those I, are bad. I, <laughs> Not I, good. It was totally easy for me. Really? You liked them? Way more than Mantine Surf. They're a- for the record, when you're done, you can go to the Game Freak building and change it to Circle Pad. Is that their it name? says... By going to Hia Hia City and speaking to the Aether Foundation employee who appears in the Game Freak office. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. They, they realized that they made a mistake by putting motion controls in it, so they <laughs> went personally to Game Freak to say, hey, you might want to change this. I wrote down, Warp Ride <laughs> is bad. Warp what? Ride is bad. Like, I had, fun, oh God, I liked it. <laughs> it's fun, but the motion controls were terrible. I want to try it again with them off. Yeah, I do too. Also, I I felt like I've hit certain ones and then it didn't register, so I'm not sure. There's like a weird hit buffer box? where yeah. it, if you hit the edge, it doesn't count. Yeah, or if it you're like the the perspective is weird because you can look like you're going through it, but it's actually behind you. What? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's through the portals. So when you arrive at Ultra Megalopolis, when you go through the portals. Uh, you are greeted by the other two Ultra Recon Squad members. Yeah. So in this case, I was greeted by FICO and Solaria. Solaria. 
And you were greeted by? Uh, doesn't one of them start with an M? I don't remember. No, nope. FICO is like the easiest what, one to remember. I don't. I don't. Rem- I remember their names very distinctly because I love these characters. Wha- do, you what think, are- you, do you think two are better than the other two? I like one of the the character. Their names are Dulce and Zossie. Oh yeah, Zossie. I like Zossie a yeah, lot. She's great. Dulce is kind of okay. I do like. I think Solaria I was thinking Mossy. though. Which Saucy? Mossy. Oh, <laughs> Mallow. <laughs> I mean, if you move an M, it can kind of turn into a Z. You move it? What? <laughs> you, if you, that's, that's an N. No. Is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no. You turn an mind. N on its side. Never it's a Z. <laughs> I'm thinking about if you, <laughs> if you, never mind. Okay. <laughs> so there's not much if, to if do you, here. Never mind. In, um, mega, <laughs> megalopolis. Megalopolis. Irene, what happens when you take the elevator up? The tower. There's an elevator, isn't there? You yeah, walk an... straight back. And no, you there's an take... uh, elevator and then stairs. You take oh, then the stairs. elevator and then you take the stairs up to Doom. Yeah. Where you see... Dr. Doom is in this game? Yeah. Where you see Ultra Necrozma. And he has all the quantum emeralds, chaos <laughs> gems. I'm Wait, upsetting a lot of people right now. Yeah, he's, they're all power emeralds. He puts them in his And rings. then he turns golden. And then he fights Spider-Man. Oh, okay. And then Dr. Eggman shows up. Yeah, and he takes him back. And And then then Spider-Man and Sonic team up. And then Tails arrives with the... I'm sure this fanfic exists. The um, airplane. Sonic jumps on it. Yep. And then rides it and then does the little uh, head motion. And then you spend the rest of the game chow farming. That's the best part. All right, well, that wraps up this episode. (laughs) Irene. How was your so no before we we talk about how you spent four hours on alternate Krasma? Oh no, really? Um, I'm really sad. Oh no, what were your thoughts of how it looked and how that it's a different Necro like the seventeenth Necrozma we've gotten in ten minutes? Um, well, it gained ten levels. I was like, oh, it's. Kind of pretty looking. I don't know. It went from 55 to 65, went right? From, it went from 60. 50 to 60. Oh, okay. Yep. Yes. Yep. I don't know. Besides that, I everything that I thought before the first time I battled it has been forgotten because of how many times I battled it. Did you like the design, though? It was okay. Okay. All right. Micah, you? I liked it. I thought it was cool. It's a, I, I thought it was a cool combination of the two. Uh, and... I don't know, the lore about it absorbing all the light or consuming all the light, and then it's basically like bursting with light is kind of cool to me. You cool with the name? Ultra Necrozma? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I mean, there's Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I know, I know. I just think of like, what was it's it? It's like, better than White Curem and Black Curem. That's what, that's what I was referring to, or Primal Groudon, Primal. I mean, the Primals are fine. That's okay. okay. Sky that's Form acceptable. Shaman. Eh. When you start what, throwing E's on the end of a what's, word. What's Keldeo's alternative form? I can't remember. Uh, terrible. <laughs> Ter- oh, yes. <laughs> terrible form. Isn't it uh, like sword? Oh, is it sword bearer? Sword bearer. Keldeo? Keldeo? I don't remember. Sword. Uh, what? What is Garatina's form called? Uh, origin form. Origin form. Um, Trying to think of what else. Genesect doesn't have. Does Genesect have a form or is it just like G boosters put into it? I don't know. I very know very little about Hoopa Genesect. Hoopa Unbound? Is it Hoopa Unbound and then yes. Hoopa Unleashed, I think, are the two forms? Unleashed? Unleashed? I think it's just Hoopa and then Hoopa Unbound. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of like the movie or the card. <laughs> Unleashed. 
Is it Hoopa Unleashed and then Hoopa I EX? Think, I think is Hoopa it? Unbound is definitely one of them. It is. It's Hoopa it is. and then Hoopa Unbound. Where's thought, Misty? Wait, I thought Unleashed was something. All right, we'll keep talking. It's a Sims <laughs> expansion. <laughs> wait, the I'm Sims sure. Sonic game too. Pets Unleashed. Sonic Unleashed. Welcome to the Sonic podcast. I liked Ultra Necrozma because it is this overflowing light form and I would Im- I imagined it to be bursting with light but I also was thinking how do they make that look good especially in like a 3D model yeah uh and I think it I mean it looks intimidating it looks co- powerful yeah and from what we know based on just stat data prior to this mega requaza is that what it's called yeah uh, <laughs> Oh, are you at like pronunciation? No, me, me, well, pronunciation is Mega Rayquaza. I wasn't oh. sure if it had a subtitle under it. Primal Rayquaza. Primal Rayquaza was the strongest Pokemon in the game. I actually game. don't know if that's right. So if you're listening no, to this and you know <laughs> that it's right or not, don't yell at me. I think it's it's Mega. But Hoopa Confined and oh. Hoopa Unbound. Got it. There you go. But. Th- Ultra Necrozma is now the most powerful Pokemon in the Pokemon universe. Not only the most powerful, but one of the fastest. Oh, Holy <laughs> moly. Well, doesn't that make sense? Because isn't light fast? Yeah, light is <laughs> fast. Light is very Let me fast. Test, where's the light switch? <laughs> faster than the speed of light. Wait, is light faster than, is light faster than sound? Is that a comparison? Light People is faster them, than sound. But light is definitely faster than That's sound. That's why you see lightning and then you hear thunder. Oh, don't let, let's not have this conversation. <laughs> what? what? Why? What? what is there to this talk about? This is a very about? deep slack conversation about these two. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, it's science. No, so. no, no. Not, not the actual science of it. Just the... Oh. We won't, we, won't, okay. we won't go there. What comes first? The chicken or the egg? What's faster? The chicken or the egg? Well, it depends on how much light is in the chicken. Also depends on what... If it's holding Quick Claw. Oh, yep. That's a good point. Oh, Ultra Necrozma with Quick Claw would probably be... What? What's the point? <laughs> Ultra Egg with Quick Claw versus... What's the point? Quick in, Claw is... I know what the point of Quick Claw is. the proven to be <laughs> the best say- weapon. I'm saying... Weapon in Pokemon. Held item. How many tries did it take you, Micah? One. The first try. First try. But let me tell you... I'm leaving. It was the most stressed I've been how? playing this game. Oh, because you have a Mimikyu that's extremely overleveled. That's probably how. I mean, it it's overleveled, but it continuously knocked it out. The difference, though, is that Mimikyu is... Gets a free hit? The, well, the type advantage, too. Uh, there were certain aspects of that fight. No, sorry. I'm thinking of a different one. I'll get to that later. But it was so fast that nothing I could do would get to it in time. And it it one-shotted my entire party right away. The only one that survived was Mimikyu because Mimikyu has Disguise, so it gets that free hit. So I just continuously tried to, like, trickle attack it while reviving to bait oh, I see. back and forth. Because every time Mimikyu gets knocked out, when you revive it and it comes back out, it regains Disguise. Isn't it if you switch it and it comes back no. out? If you switch it, and it comes back out, it doesn't get disguised again okay. unless it's been knocked out and you revive it. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's good to know. I didn't know that. So, and because Mimikyu's typing was good for this fight, that was really the only thing that saved me in this situation. Oh, I see. I, okay, I understand your... Nobody else on my party stood a chance. 
everybody was over leveled. Everybody was like reasonably leveled for this fight. Nobody stood a chance. I don't know how many times I tried to do this fight. I stopped <laughs> counting. So I did it once. Everyone died. And I was like, okay. You got no hits in? No. Okay. I was just like, okay, um, I'm just going to go level because this is level 60. Everything is like low to mid 50s at this point. So I was just like, I'm going to level. So I went back to the vast Pony Canyon, whatever, and leveled for quite a bit. Yeah. And then I decided, okay, I'll go back. I went back. Everyone died. And I did this a few times. I think I saved and I kind of just kept trying. Trying. It's not like you were getting experience. <laughs> and no. And it was really frustrating. And so I looked it up. I looked up a strategy because I was getting super frustrated about it. And I really regretted that my Toxapex, Topapex, Toxa whatever. Toxapex. Toxapex. I think it is Toxapex. Um, I didn't, I let it forget toxic. Or I but didn't it's know toxic. It, I know. I know because I let it learn something else or something. I don't remember. But at the time, it didn't have toxic. But so basically, my new strategy was to try and get it poisoned with toxic and then just wait. Oh, um, good strategy. And so he was like, just let me give you my magnezone or whatever. Mm. Just, let me, let me, just let me do it. And Trade strategies. And I was just like, no, I want to. Like, the power of Alola wants me to help you. That's what he said. And I was like, please stop. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you have experience share on? Yeah. I don't understand. What were, what level were your Pokemon? They were like I was mid mid fifties. I was like, were 50. you skipping trainer battles and stuff? Um, I mean, after I I didn't like. I mean, I just did whatever I. I didn't go out of my way to train really at any point. Okay, so I'm the one that actually played the real way, and, and I didn't, like and didn't a... trade over a million Pokemon. All right, let's settle down. So I didn't. Well, be, okay. All right. So let me just. I didn't battle a wild Pokemon. Okay. Maybe one or two. I didn't catch a lot. My Pokedex is at like 20. Okay. All my Pokemon were caught in Alola. I battled every I, trainer except... Technically all of my yeah, Pokemon Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They were all I caught mean, in Alola. I mean like caught in this game. That's okay. what I should say. Okay. Not traded. All right. I skipped three trainers and I was at level 54 to 56 for this battle. Okay. So no extra grinding, not a lot of catching to get experience. Well, let me tell you... Doesn't matter a ton because my Mimikyu was probably like eight levels above this thing and it was still one-shotting it. <laughs> yeah. It was only because it had Disguise that it was surviving. That so, gave me the yeah. opportunity to revive a fainted Pokemon and still try to make an attack So I hope that it hits beforehand. That was the other strategy that I saw was taking a Mimikyu, teaching it Toxic, mm. having it hit uh. its Disguise and then poisoning it and then waiting. Got it. Also... Not super easy because Mimikyu just doesn't obey at this point for me. Really? What? Yeah. I don't understand why that was happening. Because yeah. it was over leveling to the point where, like, shouldn't you've been up to seventy five at this point? After you beat Nanu, shouldn't it obey you till seventy five? No, it's at. I don't remember what it is. Because I didn't have any problem. It's once you once get to higher. 60? The uh, I don't know. I throughout this entire game I had that problem. Maybe it was. I don't I I'm trying to recall. All of this happened in a blur, but there were definitely points where I mean, I didn't I check mean, what the rules were because I would have never hit that issue. Throughout the entire game, I've had 
a lot of problems with Mimikyu obeying me. Yeah, the only issue I had was when my Sandy Gas was at like level 22 or something and I yeah. was just starting. Then it wasn't listening to me, but after I hit like the third trial, I was fine. Mm. It's weird. I didn't do that much like outside of And you battled every trainers trainer. And I battled every trainer and that was it. I tried to level up once in grass and I found that Meowth and I was like, I need to stop. Oh, the shiny Meowth. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I didn't since then. All I did was trainers and then required bla- requ- required battles. Yeah. And I still managed to like just that Mimikyu was, I don't well, know. Well, yeah, that makes really sense because it was traded. Yeah. But yeah. like significantly more than your entire team of traded Pokemon, right? I mean. But Irene probably skipped way I, more trainers. I, okay. you know, because you guys play so fast. I'm a slow <laughs> player and I was stressed. And so I was avoiding people. No, that's because fine. I, to keep I, I just think that shows how fast those traded Pokemon level. Yeah. If you yeah, skip I mean, trainers and you were fast. at the same level as me and I battled every trainer, that's. I've never done this before. I usually don't trade things over for play. So I didn't know how f- quickly this was going to like, <laughs> I was going to lose control you. of this Pokemon. I don't even remember what that little boy is. Isn't it like I think, it, I think it's in, at the it's second in, travel bureau. Doesn't he have some cool like battle name or something and then he. Isn't I he, thought it was just a random person. Isn't you it when it, to? you arrive in Akala Island? He's like the first dude in the like the little Pokemon, dude in the, in the travel agency. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, with Ultra Necrozma, eventually, though what, your poison strategy works. Yes, eventually. Okay. Jeez. I was Did you really use a Mimikyu? No. No. You used the to- Toxapex. I used, I gave um a quick claw to my Toxapex, <gasps> and I just. Waited. Last item in the game. Quick claw. And I, and I waited, and I just I kept trying. Yeah, I, I mean, revi- you had. An- I had probably fifty revives in my bag. Yeah. I wish I was exaggerating. Did you use your Roto bargain? I did. Okay. I almost. I bought a good amount before I realized that I had that. But I mean, the old Roto useful. bargain. I lost to it once, and then I got it the second time. Man, I, ugh, I'm so. Ugh. My my main issue is I didn't want to look up what its typing was. I guess I didn't guess that it would have been dragon. It's psychic dragon. So yeah, I I didn't know that either. I, I didn't, didn't know it was dragon. So when I went in, I try. I had plenty of opportunities to attack it. Yeah. Uh, I did a flamethrower. Really? Yeah. I. What the heck? So I went in with Magnazone, and Magnazone survived anything it threw at it. Okay. So the first thing I did was paralyze it. Yeah. Uh, I tried an electric move. I did a fire move. I did a water move. I did a steel move, and pretty much everything I just named, it resisted. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Then I was like, okay, I'm just going to let it kill me. Was it I'm one-shotting not- them after they were doing the, other than Magnazone? Was it like going uh, through your Pokemon pretty quick? I think only three of my Pokemon got one-shot. Uh, oh. Everyone else could survive at least one hit, yeah. but like just barely. Uh, after they all died, I just reset my game, went back in, paralyzed it again. I got a Z Dragon move against it, yeah. which took down at least half its health. And then I, the ones that got one shot, they got one shot. I went back out to Magnazone because I think it only has ten of those moves that are super super strong. I can't remember what it's called. It's I like its signature move that it does. The Geyser one, Photon Geyser was it? Yeah, maybe. It only has ten of those. And then there's Power Gem or something. Yeah, Power Gem's oh, just yeah. a rock type there's... move, I think. There was one other that got me a lot. I don't know in general, though. I just got owned. I think it knows a steel move as well. Hmm. Once it ran out of power things, it it was just chipping my Magnazone. Yeah. And I was just chipping it back, but we were just back and forth. <laughs> but yeah, it was easy. 
the 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 typing just threw me off. The dra dragon psychic is a real good type. Yeah, it is. Also, when it's real fast. The I'm... other thing that saved me too was that I mean I don't never really, I've seen it before, but I've never seen it this consistently. But the like friendship thing between your Pokemon, amazing. Where it'll be like, yeah. Oh, I don't have that at all. Where it's like, oh, you're you're gonna get one shot, but. It then it's it like, out so you wouldn't be sad. Yeah, Mimikyu hung on. So I have that never you had that. Ever. Amazing. Be friends with your Pokemon. Also, nah. like Mimikyu dodged the attack because it was looking at you. It was excited for you or something. Like, never yeah. had that one. Amazing. Did you give your Mimikyu Clutch. a lot of beans and stuff? I mean, a few times. Mm. But once but it's I, at I five hearts, I feel like it just it, it just sits. Yeah. It sits there for a while too. Yeah. Once it's at max friendship or affection, whatever. Yeah, the only time I go in is to remove poison or paralysis just to save the 200 bucks. Yeah. That's all. I never I never give it the berries and stuff, so I know you had that a lot last year where your Pokemon were dodging stuff. I never experienced that. It's kind of nice. It's I really mean, you can't But I bet it, that's like the best way. Nice. I, I was thinking like, how would a kid do this? Yeah. Because it's not like it's a hard fight, but it's... You're not going to have a Pokemon faster than Necrozma, I don't it's think. Technically complicated, I think. Yeah, like, but I guess if you're a kid, the easiest way to do this is just to make sure all your Pokemon are at full hearts, because you're going to get the free dodges and stuff. Yeah, because as long as you can hit Necrozma, you can kind of take him out in five or six hits if you know his typing, which you don't, though. You know, I mean, like, you can figure out, but or if you look it up, but that was part of it too. I just didn't know. Didn't know what hit it. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then after all that was said and done, it gets sucked into like another wormhole. It just kind of disappears. Yeah, like shot up into the sky or whatever. Uh, the Ultra Recon Squad thanks you for saving their world, and they offer you their poiple. Yeah. They actually say that because the light has been removed from it, you've, you've saved it by giving it the light but now that the light is gone it has retreated to go look for more light or something along those lines it's basically it you you beat it it's on to the next thing because it's it it needs more light yeah got it uh i don't think we said this on air but poipo sounds like <laughs> you we definitely said this on air, didn't we? I don't think you did. I don't think so. I don't, I think was, I don't I, remember this un until yesterday when you pointed it out at, at dinner. dinner. And it sounds like purple, but with like an accent. It just no, sounds like, like a five-year-old five is trying purple. to say well, purple. Waple. I don't know. It sounds like... Waple. No, it just sounds like a little New kid. Yorkers saying poiple. <laughs> yeah. Waple. Hey, kid, come over here and hand me that poiple. <laughs> I I guess that's it. The there's a, a a a nice little touch of they asking you which legendary you want to ride back on. Did yeah. you guys take Poipol? I didn't. I didn't. I left it there. You you did? I did not. I did not either. So none of us did. No. R.I.P. Poipol. I didn't want to deal with like management of it. I know management what, of just it. Just send it to a box. Yeah, I know, but like I'm sure there is like one specific nature it should be and. I hate oh, soft I resetting, and I didn't want to go through that motion. I don't think I've ever soft resetted for a nature, but I know... I've never soft reset for anything. Yeah, and I don't think I plan on it, but... I do plan on it for Poipol. <laughs> I'm going to soft reset for the shiny Poipol, though. Because I think it's cool looking shiny. I thought about it, but it then like I popcorn. realized yeah. that purple is my favorite color, <laughs> so why would I do it that? Looks like, uh, 
WrestleMania Seth Rollins. Oh. White um, and gold. The last thing that I have written down in my notes is when you get back and you meet the other two re- recon squad members that you've been dealing with for the whole game. Yeah. Zosie said something about how she wanted to meet and be friends with a Diglett because she thought they were really cute. I don't remember this. They yeah. didn't say anything like cute. that to me, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have Zosie. You had FICO and the other ones. Yeah, so. I know, but I'm saying that I don't remember any. I do. Sorry. Any notes like that. I do remember her jumping around excitedly about something. Uh, so it was, it was probably, the Diglett. It was probably yeah. that. It was the Diglett. She's, she's awesome. I love Zosie as a character. And I think that's where we'll end it. I can't remember what Lusamine and Guzma did, but... Lusamine gives you beast balls. Oh, yeah, she gives you three. She says that they were developed with the Ultra Recon squad. Oh, I missed that. I was so focused on the Diglett. At the Aether Foundation. Yeah. My notes say, so they made the the beast balls with the squad. Oh, and then I do remember Guzma saying, like, I don't really like you, kid, but you're really strong, and thanks. Something like that. Uh, didn't he say something along the lines of like you showed me that even though I gave up or whatever, like you can still be I don't know something like uh, yeah something inspirational about how he quit and he's still wasn't that the second time you see him before the end of the game? He says that you see him the second time. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's the second time. <laughs> Guzma wash over here. <laughs> oh, you better believe I know where your boy is at all times. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so I guess the, this was the big change in the game. Yeah. And I think it's better. I liked it more. I did too. It wasn't as it evil. It kind of was, but like, I don't know. It didn't seem as. Yeah. I guess Lusamine merging with a Pokemon and then being medically unstable afterwards and the whole after the game. Lily taking her to Kanto because she wants to see Bill, and Bill at one point fused with a Pokemon and then unfused, so she thought that Bill could save her. And all of this is not actually clearly explained in the game. So for a person who doesn't go and get deep Cerebi or Bulbapedia or whatever research, they that's that's not really publicly available of like what the plan is to do with Lusamine and Lily. I mean, you can kind of gather it based on what happens if you know, like, Pokemon. And they're lore, also assuming you played red and blue, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're also assuming you remember Bill. Oh, I mean, <laughs> got to throw in those it. nostalgia nuggets for. But this is like people just people who only care about Gen One. This is overall just a better story, with a clear cut ending. Yeah, and it I mean, just feels better. I liked the ending for Sun and Moon. I I liked that. I felt like that concept was cool. It was more unique than other things that we've had in past Pokemon games for basically an end boss. This felt more like an end boss, but I liked that concept. You like the old concept. I I'm not saying I don't like this concept. Oh. I think they both work independently as Concepts. good story elements, good like closing story elements. I think this felt more heroic, and that felt more unique. I get, I, I get this all the time, just because I've said the main reason I don't like Gen 5 is because it's not your story being told. It's N's story being told. Yeah. And I 
still stand by that. Like, it's a lot about end. And people have questioned, well, then why do you like Sun and Moon? Because technically it's Lily's story being told. And while I see that point, I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Lily, to me, is just like one of your friends, like in X and Y, or in Hoenn with Wally. Yeah. Uh, except that she doesn't battle, and that's okay. And I think that should be acceptable in the Pokemon world, that not every one of your friends needs to be this battler. Yeah, uh, I agree. But I think while I do agree that the... Like, Lily on a ferry trying to save her money at the end does kind of seem like, okay, yeah, they're wrapping up Lily's story. Every- save her money? What? Save her money? Save her mom? Save her mom. I said mom. You, no, you didn't. Said save her money. <laughs> her mom's worth a lot of money. She's saving that money by taking the ferry. <laughs> like, and not- okay, sure. <laughs> it's, you know, you'd get there a little slower than the plane, but yeah. Charizard and Ride just uh, too expensive. That's right. Especially when you're not a trainer. But this, I feel like, does rely so much on you like lily doesn't go in the portal with you right lily doesn't do anything for alternate necrozma and then the fact that her mom doesn't have this medical emergency now at the end is they get to continue their relationship they were doing that you just kind of saw and you see a lot of relationships in the pokemon world um but on top of that i think that the whole lily point and i joked about this irene er with irene earlier but the whole point of Lily being there and how and other characters are Alola is based on this very much theme of this whole community this whole region helps each other out yeah and they're really driving that point home and that's like why the ride pagers are there that's why like the trials are there the captains are there the tapus being guardians it's all this whole community is actually helping each other and that is the theme and I think it works for the story being told it's not like the theme of black and white was, you're just helping people out. No, the theme of black and white was, there's this kid who's really sad and being abused by his dad, and yeah, he's on a Ferris wheel at some point, and then he has a toy room because he never grew up. It's not, the, it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, I can see the similarities, but I, I think I have a lot of the same feelings about Gen 5, so, and I don't feel the same way necessarily about... Gen 7, I I think that, you know, the similarities are there, but this is a superior storytelling vessel, I guess. These friends are a superior storytelling vessel. Yeah, and when we get to, when we get to the last episode, I'll bring that up more. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's where we'll, we'll wrap off. So wrap something, off. we'll wrap off here. <laughs> something uh, exciting happens kind of right away. Uh, after you're done talking with uh, everyone who fell out of a portal. <laughs> Does it? Why don't you... Well, why yeah. are we... What? We're ending or are we beginning? What is happening? We're uh, ending. Well, we're, oh, we're, we're wrapping off. We're, I mean... Oh, is we're, it ra- the, we're wrapping off right here. It's the ending and the beginning because you know what they say. <laughs> because Alola is both hello and goodbye. Alola! What a transition.
It's Super Effective is hosted and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to our Patreon, which we have updated to an easy URL for you. It is ise.cash. And for as little as $2 a month, you can support It's Super Effective and join our Slack community where you can chat and battle and trade with other Pokemon trainers. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.